Life Audio. This life gets hard, but move forward to brighter days. This chapter is long, but remember to turn the page. I want to um I want to go off course a little bit. Right now, and I I emailed you about a week ago saying, "Barbara, I'm so sick. I have this terrible flu." Right now, I it's not uncommon during winter months that we see, you know, the colds and the viruses and the flus pick up. But Barbara, tell me if you notice that and I'm saying globally, it seems different this year. It seems more intense. It leads, this is the feedback I'm getting from families everywhere. Um, you know, people who have been very ill before with different types of, you know, flu or virus, they're like, this is different. This has knocked me out. I was sick for close to 10 days and I mean, there was a few, I mean, many, not a few, many days I could not even get out of bed. And why do you think we're seeing this this year specifically? Well, I think there's a couple of reasons. Florence Nightingale, one of my heroines, she said, disease is a process of repair. Now, that's a very challenging statement. And as a nutritionist and a naturopath, as I've studied in depth, the functionings of the human body, and I love the sages from age past. I love studying the writings of Florence Nightingale, of Ellen White, of Dr. Jackson from New York, who all treated people naturally, that a cold is actually a house clean. It's a house clean. So all that blowing of the nose, all that coughing up, it's all waste coming out of the body. And if it's treated naturally, meaning that you stop eating for a couple of days, you drink a lot of water, you mentioned you couldn't get out of bed, that's exactly where you need to be. You've actually just laid your body on nature's operating table, <laughs> allowing the body to do its detoxification, to free the body of built-up waste because we are exposed to more environmental poisons than any generation that's ever lived on the planet. And that waste has to get out and it comes out by your skin. Praise God for fevers. That really, really boosts the waste coming out. It comes out by your urine. So please keep well hydrated. It comes out by your colon. So God gave us organs of elimination to eliminate the waste. So understanding the body Understanding how it works is vital to being able to handle these hiccups that happen. But your comment, Regan, was it seems to be worse. And I agree. One, we've got more environmental poisons. But unfortunately, there are scientists who are playing around with these viruses. And it has been acknowledged, even in the government of the United States of America, that the COVID vaccine was created in the Wuhan laboratory. Now, that has been acknowledged. Um, Robert Kennedy Jr., he has written 
and also uh, Dr. Peter McGulloch. They also show the show the science behind it. Uh, Dr. Um, Peter McCulloch, he's been very clear on it. And also Robert Kennedy Jr., he said, I went to school with these guys. I went to university with these guys. I know them. I know what they do. And, and praise God for these men who have stood and been severely attacked. And so that's another thing we're dealing with. We're not dealing with the natural viruses, yeast, fungus, bacteria that are naturally always been on the planet and their role is to um, uh, the clean-up team on planet Earth and sometimes cleaning up our bodies, but we're getting viruses that have been played with, so they are more serious. But still, even acknowledging all of that, we live in a body that is able. It is able to heal us. It is able to detoxify us but it must have the right conditions. That's why I went back to Genesis 1.29 where God says, Behold, I've given you every herb bearing seed. So a seed is your grains, your whole grains, your, your legumes, your nuts, your seeds. Your, that they are all high in fibre, proteins and fats. And also the vegetables and, yes, the fruits. We need to be eating food in its natural state. You know what that also means? Organic. I'm so excited when I'm in the United States of America. You have Trader Joe's, you have Sprouts, you have you have um, Whole Foods, you have these big supermarkets where you can buy organic things like that. And you've got that wonderful bread company called Simple Needs that does organic sourdough gluten-free that is in many Whole Foods now. So there, you've got so much at your fingertips that but it's really just education and then the book ministry of healing one of my first health books written by ellen white oh probably in the late 1800s she said the only hope of better things is the education of people in the right principles you see the next sentence is let the physicians teach the people that restorative power lies not in drugs but in nature <laughs> in nature God has given us everything. That's why I began with Psalm 146. Happy is he that hath the God of Jacob as his help, whose hope is in the Lord his God that made heaven, earth, sea, and all that them are in is. Heaven, earth, all that is them in. We came out of the earth and created our body to heal itself. In Psalm 104, verse 14, the Bible says that God gave herbs for the service of man. So we have herbs that can also can come in and stimulate the liver to help you detox. There's your dandelion and your milk vessel, herbs that will help to uh, thin the blood. There's your cane pepper. So we have so much at our fingertips that will help the body to detoxify and to heal. And the Bible says in 1 Thessalonians 5.21, Prove all things of fast to that which is good. Prove it for yourself. But in 1 Thessalonians 5.18 it says, In everything give thanks. But this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. So almost five weeks ago when I slipped on the rocks and broke my arm, God wants me to say thank you, Father. 
Thank you, Father, for comfrey poultices. And my last x-ray said it's knitting very nicely. I only have one more week where I don't have to have this little cast on it. So be Amazing. thankful. So yes. when we lie in bed with the fever, where to say thank you, Father? My body's doing a wonderful detox. I just need to make sure I'm drinking lots of water and lay myself on nature's operating taper, table, which is rest. And I want to piggyback off of that. I actually had made a post about this on social media. I, <clears throat> I'm doing, you know, I'm, I'm sick for so many days and I'm doing all these natural things and I'm like, okay, another day. tomorrow's going to be better. Tomorrow's going to be better. All I'm doing is complaining to God like, oh, why can't you just take this away? Like I'm, you know, like a, like a miserable little toddler pouting their feet, like father, like take this away, please. I've suffered enough. And I hit a, a point in my afternoon and I swear, Barbara, this is when it changed is God is listening. I thought I did not praise or thank God one time for saying, Lord, this could be worse. Say I'm here. I'm under. You you provided for my family. I'm with my I'm with my children. We're all under the same roof. You've provided food. This could be so. I could be in a dangerous area. I could be so much more sick. Thank you, Father. Thank you for fully healing me. Thank you in advance for clearing. And and I realized that it like hit me like a ton of bricks. I was almost embarrassed. Like how did this many days go by where not even once was I grateful about anything. And it was that next morning that I, it was like fully different, walking around with energy. You, still yeah, you, yes. you saw a change. You saw a change. Now, yes. now, I want to bring one more aspect into it because giving thanks, that's what God requires of us no matter what we're going through. And it almost yeah. frees his hands to work in our life. The other is time. And in Galatians 6 verse Nine, it says, let us not be weary in well-doing. For in due season we will reap if we faint not. In other words, it takes time. It takes time. And the other verse is found in Hebrews chapter 10, verse 35. It says, cast not away therefore thy confidence in the which is great recompense of reward, for ye have need of patience, in that after you have done the will of God, you might receive the promise. For yet a little while, and he that shall come will come and will not tarry. Now the just shall live by faith. But if any man draw back, he says, my soul shall have no pleasure in him. But we are not of them that draw back unto perdition, but of them that believe in the saving of the soul. And I'd like to add to them that believe in the saving of the body too, the healing of the body. So that's that wonderful confidence that we have. Father, I don't like this. But I'm going to thank you. I'd like to be better immediately, but I'm going to trust that in your time and in your way. And my daughter Emma, when she was four, she said, Mum, I'm going to grow up in a minute. Now, we know she didn't grow up in a minute. <laughs> but I have to tell you, I want to be better in a minute. And I have to tell you, this has been the longest six weeks of my life. <laughs> it's been even harder than waiting six weeks to have your baby. In that last six weeks when you're so Oh, big. yes, yes. Oh, try doing your hair with one hand. Oh. It's been a, a lesson for me. And I remember my daughter, Emma, 
I'm going to grow up in a minute. I want to be better in a minute. But, you know, it takes time. Yes. It takes time. So we need to say, Father, thank you for time. And there's that beautiful section in the Bible on time. It's found in Ecclesiastes chapter 3. There is a season and a purpose for everything under heaven. Time to be born, time to die, time to kill and time to heal. <laughs> okay, so I know and the time for this to be totally healed is one more week. Be patient. <laughs> and we are, especially today, we are a selfish people. We want our reward immediately. We want healed That's immediately. Fun. We want That's instant, true. immediate gratification. And, um, and anyone who is a Christian realizes that God's timing and our own are very, very different. <laughs> very, they very are. different. They are very different. And you would have read in Isaiah, where the heavens are higher than the earth, so my way is higher than yours. But the, the time aspect is important. And we, we all know, us mothers, that you can't push your baby to walk too soon. Right. You can't push your baby to eat too soon. You have to stand back and let that baby deliver, develop like a bud into a rose. You can't push it too soon and you can't push your healing too soon. And I have seen many people with chronic injuries who started to push it too soon. They had an injury, but instead of letting it naturally heal, they started to work it too soon. You see, if you don't listen to the first whisper, the body starts screaming, and when it starts screaming, it's doing damage. So they put a, they put a full cast on me, and within four days, my fingers and my thumb were swelling. They put it on too tight. So I went to emergency yesterday, and I said, Look at my fingers, they're going blue. <laughs> it's all swelling. It has a beautiful pink colour now. <laughs> oh, my goodness. And, it, and I hardly slept last night. Do you know what the first thing the nurse said to me? Are you taking painkillers? I said, no, I want to hear my voice. I want to hear that voice. And that voice is saying, get this thing off. <laughs> right. <laughs> Loud and clear. <laughs> but you see what I meant? Now, I think... When I first did this, I had a broken radius, a fractured ulna dislocation. The pain was through the roof and I accepted a painkiller because the pain was through the roof because I had to wait six hours before they actually pulled it into place. See, there's a time for a serious painkiller, but I don't want one now because I want to hear. I want to hear what this is telling me. And drugs never cure disease. But I'm very thankful for the painkiller. I'm very thankful for the way they dulled my hand so they could pull it into place. And I'm thankful for the skill of the orthopedic surgeon who pulled it in. We x-rayed it. It was in alignment. Praise God. I told him we were praying for it. So drugs have a place, but not in day-to-day things, not in a cold, not in a sore throat not in a fever, not in the simple little things that happen to us. In a crisis, the drug saves a life. But, yes, there are crises. But, again, with my hand, no more painkillers because pain has a purpose. And that severe pain I felt at first was my body saying, there's something seriously wrong. (laughs) 
seriously wrong. I, right. I, need, I need some experts. But once it was set in place, I did not need painkillers. It was telling me there's something seriously wrong. The bones were out of place. Right. So you listen. So that's a very important part of being our own doctor is listening and responding. So I said to this nurse yesterday, I want to hear what my body's telling me and respond accordingly. He was impressed. (laughs) He nodded. I love that. You know, and you've said this a few times, and I feel like not too many um, medical professionals or, you know, people in your field will come out and say this, but it's such an important reminder that fever in, in Christ can be our friend. So immediately parents, when our children develop a fever, we it's like a fire we want to put out. <gasps> They're at 101. Oh, get the medicine. Get the ibuprofen. We've got to get the fever down. And but do you know what's interesting, Regan? When my husband yeah. builds a fire and it gets out of control, what does he reach for? Not the Panadol. The water. This is a fire in the, <laughs> on our land. Not the Panadol. Not the right. ibuprofen. The water. The water, yes. And that's what will keep that water down a little bit is a, is a tepid bar, is a hot yeah. bar, is water on the brass sucking ice. But look around you, your family, your faith, they're not in the way. They are the way. From the creators of Jesus Revolution comes the incredible true story. It's going to be dangerous and scary and giving up. It's not an option. The story of one family's journey from down under to center stage. Unsung Hero, a for King and Country film starring Candace Cameron Bure and Terry O'Quinn. In theaters now. Visit unsunghero.movie to learn more. Rated PG. Parental guidance suggested. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-497-4410. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in... Anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-497-4410. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-497-4410. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. And so it's, it's, I feel like so many parents, including myself, I used to just be so in panic mode and immediately want to chase the fever with medicine instead of knowing, okay, this is, they're lethargic, they're uncomfortable. And, And that's right, because I trained as a nurse and we were trained that fever's an enemy. Right. So I was trained to as soon as the fever comes, you've got to give something, Panadol, ibuprofen to get it down. But you know what happens? When the drug wears off, guess what? The fever comes back because the fever has to run its course. 
So if a parent keeps giving that to the child, yes, it's doing liver damage in that developing liver, but praise God, the liver is a recoverable organ for those who have done it in ignorance. But as soon as the drug wears off, the fever comes back. So this fever can linger on for four or five days, and yet if you let it run its course and just put the fire out with water, just keep the fire, keep coming down, but after an hour, the fever comes up, we'll put them back in the bath, put them back in the shower. More ice to suck on water. I used to let my babies have free reign of the breast when they had fever. I didn't mind if they fed every half hour, every hour. Right. Because I wanted them to keep well hydrated. The only time the brain doesn't like a fever is if it's dehydrated. So very important to keep that water up. Just remember my husband and the fire that gets out of control. He gets the hose, not the Panadol. Water puts the fire out. And so if you let the fire run its course by just cooling the body every hour, every half hour, how often, the fever's usually gone in a couple of days. Whereas if you keep giving the Panadol or the ibuprofen, the fever can sometimes keep coming back for a whole week. Let it run its course. God put it there for a reason. Yeah, right, right. Um, Another question is, you know, you talk so much about, you know, these healing herbs and, and the vitamins that, you know, God and the minerals that God's provided us with. If you could give, and, and, I, and I hate to even just make you like choose, but those of us who really want to focus on our building our immune system and healing our body and strengthening our body, what would you say are a handful of things that, of herbs or vitamins, minerals that you would absolutely recommend we'd be taking daily? Okay, well, I'll tell you what I do. I take nothing. I take only food, but as much as possible organic, I eat dark green leafies every single day. I have fresh fruit at breakfast. I'll tell you what I had for breakfast. I had uh, cherries and grapes because it's summer now. I had some almonds and a couple of brazils. I had some sourdough toast with a little olive oil, cane pepper, avocado, and brown lentils on top. That's my favourite breakfast. So that breakfast I know will supply everything that I need. But for those who don't like you have lentils for breakfast, they might have uh, millet porridge. And in that millet porridge, oh, I forgot to say that I dipped my cherries in chia seeds. So in the millet porridge, they might have a little honey, they might have a little organic um, soy milk or almond milk or coconut milk. They might have chia seeds on top. They might chop up bananas or different fruits through it and have some nuts. So that's a meal that has everything that we need. It's also finding out what your children like and coming in with that, of course, within reason. And so for lunch, let me tell you what I had for lunch yesterday. I had a big salad, had tomatoes and cucumber and a few olives and lettuce in it. My daughter made a grated potato bake where she grated up a whole lot of potatoes, mixed it with oil and salt, put it in a tray and baked it. That was delicious. We had ratatouille, which was tomato and zucchini with some brown lentils in that. And it was her birthday, so we made a cake. 
<laughs> we made a cake out of um, spelt flour. So um, we have a cake on occasions if there's a birthday or something. We make it with uh, coconut sugar and olive oil and uh, spelt flour. And you can Google and find some lovely recipes for that. <coughs> so I like to do what Hippocrates said, that food be your medicine and medicine be your food. And the one of the best ways that you can boost your immune system is do the high-intensity interval training every day. Usually I run up and down hills. Usually I dive in the creek as soon as I've run up and down hills. And when I was in, where was I? I was in Ireland. We ran up and down sand hills and I dived in the freezing Irish Sea, not long. And then when I was in Holland a couple of months ago, I found a lake three kilometres away and it was six degrees one morning, that's Celsius, and I dipped in that creek. Did you know that that is one of the best immune system boosters, is that quick cold? You may not have a lake or a sea or a creek, but you can finish your morning hot shower we start with 10 seconds cold, go up to 20 seconds cold. They are your immune system boosters. I'm so glad you said that because something, and I know you're not on social media. I know you have a team that, I mean, you're. It, what's funny is you're not personally on social media. However, you're one of the most sought out people. There's, there's videos of you in trainings all over, everywhere. Um, but one thing trending on social media is it's growing so popular is the ice baths. And, and I'm so glad you touched on that. I've been praying about, I love being warm. I do not like being cold. Like give me a nice hot bath, a nice scalding shower. Love it. But everything I'm seeing with the benefits of these cold plunges, it's they, like... They are, very, they are very powerful. And, and I'm with you there, Regan. I'm only 100 pounds and I love warm. I do <laughs> not like getting cold. Yes. But what I've discovered is that the brief dips don't make you cold. It's just a reaction. And because we're warm-blooded creatures, we don't like the cold. And because we're warm-blooded creatures, when we dunk in that cold, that Irish Sea or the, <laughs> the, uh, the lake in Holland or my mountain stream or the ice plunge, the body reacts. The body reacts. It says, wow, this cold has the potential to kill us, give us hypothermia. Move. So the blood rushes around the body and shock proteins are released. If you Google Dr. Rhonda Patrick, she'll tell you all the wonders of the uh, those cold treatments. In fact, there are many today who are speaking about them. Wim Hof is another one. They are the best immune system boosters. And that's why I mentioned, Regan, that when you turn the hot tap off, start with 10 seconds cold, build up to 20 seconds cold, and you're probably screened more than the neighbours. <laughs> but that's all right because we're warm-blooded creatures. But when you turn that cold off, I want you then to observe how you feel. You feel wonderful. As one young man said to me after he'd heard the dangers of caffeine, 
he said to me, I used to have a cup of coffee to get myself going in the morning. He said, I found something more effective. He said, I turn the hot tap off and I have 20 seconds cold shower. He said, and that just gives me so much energy, so much energy. And I found that when I was in my speaking tour last year, that if I could do that cold plunge every morning, I could have quite a heavy schedule and I could do it. I need to go to bed early. I need to eat very well. I need to keep well hydrated and I need that morning exercise with the cold plunge. Then I could actually do quite a heavy schedule. And people almost half my age are struggling with the schedule that I often do. Yes. I... I, it, it blows my mind what you take on and what you're capable of, but you truly, you treat your body like a temple of the Holy Spirit that it is, um, physically, emotionally, I, I spiritually. See, I know I'm accountable to God. Yes. There's a higher power there. And in First Corinthians 3, 16 and 17, he says, no, you're not, that you are the temple of the Holy Spirit, which is, um, know you not that you are the temple of the Holy Ghost, and if any man defile the temple of God, him shall God destroy. For the temple of God is holy, which temple ye are. Now, these strong words. Yes. So I, it is wrong of me to defile what, what God says don't. And that's why in the laws of health, there's a law that says don't take anything into the body that will harm it and take in moderation the good things. That's one of the laws because part of looking after my body is not letting anything come in that will harm it. Yes. That's an important law. <laughs> I love that. You know, as we, as we wrap here, Barbara, I feel like, again, you're someone that there's just – I, I, there's probably hundreds of thousands of, of pieces of advice out there. I call them golden nuggets from you. But as we are in January 2024, what is one piece of advice that you would offer families? I think it's very important for families, number one, for mother and father to come together. Mother and father to agree on a plan of what's the best they can do for their children. And to find out what is the best they can do for their children, they need to investigate and find out what is the best food. Um, finding out that water is the best drink. But the mother and father must be united. So mother and father presenting united front is, is number one. Yeah. You know, the Bible says that when the man and the woman come together, they become one. That's one in presenting that. It's a very powerful thing to present to their children. And then training the children. You know, the Bible says, God says, as many as I love, I chasten and rebuke. You know, it is love that guides the children in right ways. And the easiest way to train the children is cause and effect. If you do this, this is the result. And if their choice is good, there's going to be a great result. If the choice wasn't a good one, ah, sorry, sweetheart. You've just lost your phone for the day. Right, <laughs> Sorry, sweetheart. Right. Um, 
this can't happen because of what you have chosen. And that's very empowering for parents. It's very empowering for children because it's their choice. And so those guidelines are very, very important. And mum and dad have to be witnesses. (laughs) Children will do what they see more than what the parents say. So it's very important that mum and dad say, okay, we've got to get our lives together. And mother and father pray together. Say, Say, Father in heaven. Where where would you like to go with our children? And what I love about the guidelines is that they're very simple. They're very simple. Right. And that's what I believe God wants us to be. I find that what will harm a child is when a parent yells at them and gets angry. And that harms a child very, very much. And so I find that that only happens when a parent makes a guideline but the child doesn't keep to it, then the, then the parent gets frustrated. I say, don't get frustrated, but make sure the child knows if you cross over this line, here's the consequence. And they've right. crossed over the line and the parent says, I'm sorry, you've chosen this consequence. Here it is. It's, right. You know, not the parent. And, and I find that the parents that get angry and upset are the ones who don't implement the guidelines and sure. make sure it happens. So consistency is, is very, very important. So mother and father, go to bed early. Mother and father, pray early in the morning. Mother and father, um, come together. Mother and father, make sure you're drinking your water. Mother and father, you know, <laughs> right. because the kids are, are a result of actually what the mother and the father are doing. Yes, lead by example. I love that. That's I fun. love that. But, and, but and also I, consequence. Right. Consequence. Con- yeah. consequence. And that other C word, consistency. I know oh, some of my yes. children are just brilliant master manipulators, and oh, yes. they have oh, yes. made my consistency waver at times. And oh, yes. And if the, I see a chink in the armor, oh, that's yes. where they go. <laughs> oh, yes. They're brilliant. They're brilliant. Oh, yes. Uh, oh, yes. Oh. And they can read you like a book and you can read them like a book. Yes. And that's why I say to parents, you've got to be one step ahead because you know where they're going. You can tell. You can tell. So you be one step ahead. But the best parent is the parent that is well-slept, well-nourished, well-watered, well-fed by their Heavenly Father early in the morning. That is the parent that can be patient. That is the parent that can be consistent. And that's a wonderful gift that you can give your children, a greater gift than money can buy. I love that. Amazing. Barbara, I'm so appreciative of you being here with us today. And what is what is the best place for people to, to find you? Would it be your website? Um, yes, it is, it is a website. And also know that, I don't do social media, and there's a lot of people claiming to be Barbara O'Neill. I never claim to be Dr. Barbara O'Neill, so maybe when they say Dr. Barbara O'Neill, that's your first sign. Right. (laughs) That possibly is me. Someone told me there are 22 people claiming to be me on uh, social media at the moment. Oh, my glory. But where where you can get me, um, 
Well, I think a lot of people know that there's a lot of my information on TikTok and Instagram. I have not put that up, but people have showed me bits and I think it's quite clever what people are doing with it. They put incredible graphics in there. But when when they claim that Dr. Barbara O'Neill's giving her recipe for pepper steak, you can be assured that is not me. I hate that. It's not you. I, I hate plants. But um, my website, it's uh, www.selfhealbydesign. So it's the same name as my book. You can download my lectures there. You can download um, or have a look at where my schedule is. And three months ago in Germany, Michael and I just did a parenting seminar. And it's six, it's six different series we did. And we did it in Germany. And it's being edited at the moment. And when it's available, it will be, you, can, you will be able to download it on the self heal by design. Oh, amazing. I'm so that's going to be perfect for our audience. I'll have to keep checking checking tabs yeah. on that because that will be tremendous for our platform yeah. for yeah. the parents. Wonderful. Well, Barbara, I am I'm going to be praying for you. Um I just I just want you to know there are millions of us who are so grateful for you, for your work, for your expertise, for your devotion to God, and for just being such a a, a, a truthful sounding board that we all need right now, um, especially more than ever. So I, I pray that that God allows you to continue to do this much, much longer because we, you are what we need right now in every aspect well i i thank god for the privilege to be able to to present his ways because his ways are the best ways and i i love the way the bible even shows us that the end is coming it shows us that we don't need to fear because God is going to create a new heaven and a new earth. And we don't need to fear the future because God will never put us through anything that we can't cope with. And with that temptation, he makes a way of escape that we may be able to bear it. I think we all know that verse in 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 13. But the other wonderful advice that God gives is he's just given us today, just today, and tomorrow we'll have another day. So love the moment, appreciate the moment, and in everything give thanks. Yes. So that requires faith, and God's system is a faith system. But a wonderful thing you can do is to have faith in God. So when, when Psalm 146 says, Happy is he that hath the God of Jacob is his help, whose hope is in the Lord his God. Hope sees the invisible, feels the intangible, and achieves the impossible. That's hope. So hope and faith are inseparable companions. And so it's looking under Jesus, keeping your eyes on Jesus, as Hebrews chapter 12 says, looking under Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith. He's the author, the starter, and he's the finisher. He's just given us today. And he says in 2 Timothy 1 verse 7, he says, I'm not given the spirit of fear, but of power, of love, 
and a sound mind. A sound mind says, thank you, Father. Look at the body you've given me. Look at all the incredible tools that I can give my body to get the most out of it. Thank you. It's actually that simple, and that's what I love about it. I love that. Have faith. Give thanks. Try to embody gratitude no matter what we're going through. Surrender to God's will because his plan for us is the absolute best plan. And I truly feel yes. like we are what you especially, Barbara, have surrendered to his plan. And it's beautiful to watch him use you, especially in a day and age with technology and social media, and you're not even on it yourself. And it's, you're just being a vessel for him. You're speaking truth. You're being a vessel. Do with it whatever you will, Lord. And you're grateful and you leave the rest to him. That's absolutely right. And I'd like to leave you with a wonderful verse. Please. Easy to remember, John 10.10. Jesus said, I have come that they might have life and that they might have life more abundantly. See, that's God's design for us, that our life be abundant. Yes. We have to remember that. I love that. That's a perfect way to end. Thank you so much, Barbara. And um, this is a perfect way to to kick off 2024 with our podcast and share with um, our hundreds of thousands of families around the globe. So I hope this finds them blessed and well, and we appreciate you. Thank you so much, Barbara. Thank you, Regan. And I thank you for asking me on your podcast, and I praise God. Um, for what he does in our lives. Yes. Amen. A crazy world out there, moms and dads. I'm Katherine Seegers, host of Christian Parent Crazy World, the podcast that tackles tough topics to help you be a godly parent in an ungodly world. Subscribe at lifeaudio.com.